Greetings, June Squad. It is I, Jay, master of all things nerdy. With me, as always, is my stalwart companion and lord and commander of the Nerds Watch, Sir Christopher. Today we are recording from 177A Bleecker Street, otherwise known as the Sanctum Sanctorum of the Sorcerer Supreme, Doctor Strange. Dude, this space is ridiculous. I gotta get hooked up with this guy's realtor. Yeah, I think it's all the mahogany walls. Makes everything look a lot bigger. Whoa, look at all these other things. What is this? Chris, be careful. Oh, but it's shiny. Well, hope it wasn't a deposit bottle. I am not explaining that to Wong. You're going to have to tell him. I don't want to. Well, align your chakras, June Squad, because you are just in time for the Just Us Nerds podcast. In a world where two nerds come together to talk about all things nerdy, Just Us Nerds podcast was born. We talk about comics, movies, and all things in between. Get ready to have your mind blown by the most amazing podcast ever recorded anywhere, ever. The Just Us Nerds podcast. Aw, yeah. Oh, well, uh... Hey, man, I got a broom. We're good. Yeah, uh, sure. Right. Uh, I don't know what we're gonna do about that. Uh... All of a sudden, these little people came out of the jar. That's not my fault. Yeah, uh... Just, just no. Let's talk comics. Yeah! <laughs> what, what you, what you reading? What, what you been reading? All right, man, I picked up the... Believe it or not, where do you think I found it? On my comicsology. That's pretty much where it is. Yeah, I, I, I love mooching off of that. <laughs> um, so it is called Project Superpowers. Have you ever heard of it? No, no, no. Okay. What is that? So I'm going to give you the, the rundown, give basically. Me the, give me the Wikipedia yeah, of yeah. it. I will, I will do that. Hold do you on. know who the, can you tell me who the publisher is? Is it Dynamite? Is it Boom? Is it, uh, uh, DC, yeah, Marvel? I'll tell you in a second. Archie you, Comics? You could just, you know. I'm just filling dead air. <laughs> give me a goddamn moment. Um... Okay, um, it's by Dynamite. Dynamite! Dynamite! All right, let's listen to this. All right. So it's written by Jim Kruger. Okay. Right? And Alex Ross. Really? He he uh, does the artwork. Yeah. Oh, but cool. All the covers are all done by him. Oh, okay. And uh, Stephen uh, Sadowski, he, he does it as well. Yeah, Stephen Sadowski. Love him. All right. Love his work. So fr- here's the summary. I don't See know what you think. Work. From the dawn of the 20th century came a new chapter in mankind's history unleashed during a time of great war and destruction. It was the beginning of the age of the superpowers. Yet closing of the Second World War, the new spark seemingly flickered and died until now. Now the story can be told of the great lost superpowers. Men and women with incredible abilities, or incredible abilities who changed the course of mankind forever and who have been thought lost until now dynamite entertainment and alex ross unleash superpowers this explosive series uh features crafted by uh justice collaborators alex ross jim kruger joined by uh artist steven sadowski and doug kaluba um also the covers are all done by alex ross uh the story of superpower begins uh as Many of the stories unfold. We journey to the heights and depths of the Second World War in the present day and come face to face with the great forgotten heroes uh, of the ages and solve mysteries where the legends disappeared after the Great War. So basically what happens is... Sounds epic so far. It's pretty awesome, man. So what happens is, is these heroes um, all were fighting together against the Axis powers. And then at the end of it, the the... All of a sudden, they go missing. We don't know where they are. Um, but they're not your typical... Uh, I feel like maybe I've seen this. Is one of the guys half red and half black? Yes. And he's got two boomerangs? Yes. And one guy's called the Terror, and he has That's like... That's the Black Terror. The Black Terror, yes. right, right. He's got like a, a skull and crossbones on his, on his chest. Right. So, to start it off, uh, there's a guy called the Fighting Yank, okay? Not, not like, you know, you know <laughs> rapish. Phrasing. Right. No, but he, he dresses like a colonial. He has this white shirt with an American flag, green pants, and he wears the tricor cap. America. 
And uh, he wears a little domino mask, carries a flag. He is haunted by his great-great-grandfather, who was a Minuteman. And he tells him where to go and actually gives him his power of invulnerability and strength. It's pretty awesome. That's really cool. That's... So, And then we have Samson. Okay. Oh, okay. The legit... Like biblical Samson. Samson. Okay. This Samson lost his vision due to um, stopping the atomic bomb in Hiroshima. He actually lifted it back up and he was able to absorb all of that power. So, and then there's happens. the target. The target is a guy who's able to manipulate himself into multiple places at once. And literally he has target on his goddamn chest. I'm just chest. picturing a guy running going, ah, ah, oh, <laughs> shit, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. kind of close. <laughs> there's Mr. Face. Uh, Mr. Face is kind of cool. He's got like this Jekyll face. <laughs> I love that name. And Mr. Face. Mr. Hey, you, Mr. You, face. Hey, you with the face. You, you with the face. But he's able to like instill fear and actually like almost Medusa these people. Um, masquerade. He, like, he freezes them? Yeah. Like, he yeah. into stone? Uh -huh. That's cool. Uh, there's Masquerade. She's actually a villain. She kind of looks like, uh, Carmen Sandiego. She does look like Carmen Sandiego. She's a shapeshifter of people. Oh, okay. That's, All that's right. That's the name. The Flame. Take a guess what he does. He, uh, he's very gay. He set shit on fire is oh, what he does. Oh, okay. All right. Um, that's not the way I was going with the that. The black and red guy you were talking about is the death-defying devil. I thought, wasn't he called the Daredevil? No, I think he was called the Daredevil. He's the Death Devil. The Death, okay. So he, you know, doesn't talk. They don't really, I don't really know much about his story. Um, it's, like I said, these names, because remember, this is the 40s. So people weren't as sick and twisted as we are now. There's Pyro Man, right? So you got the Flame and Pyro Man. That's However. Way too much fire on one team. Pyro Man conducts electricity. I, I don't know. I, don't I take know. issue with that, but. Go on, right. sir. So, and then the Black Terror, which we know. Um, what's kind of cool about him, how does he get his superpowers, man? Do you know? Uh... Pharmaceuticals. Pharmaceuticals. So he's a, he's, a, he's a druggie. He was actually a pharmacist, and he was able to mix the right concoction and combination of meds or whatever it was. We and... don't have enough superheroes that are pharmacists, no, in my opinion. We really don't. All right. Are you a pharmacist out there? Are you sick and tired of there not being any pharmacist superheroes? Write us at justusnerdspc at gmail.com. Or if you've written about a uh, a pharmacist superhero, please, I would love to read it. I would love to read that, too. Okay, there is V-Man. V-Man. The captain of the V. He is he is uh, straight from Sesame Street. Uh, well, well, that's not where I was going with it, but, you know. <laughs> I know. I went really filthy with one of my earlier references, so I was trying to no, go. No, so this guy is uh, V for victory, that that kind of thing. Almost a Superman. Isn't Wasn't that the name of Hugo Weaving's character in V for Vendetta? Wasn't he called V? Five. Because he was the Roman numeral five. <laughs> anyway, right. uh, Hydro. Hydro is kind of cool, but you know me with the aqua kind of guys. He's got this cool, like, bomber's cap, and so he's got, like, this cool bomber's cap, but then he's got the bottom chest piece, but it looks like a diving, like, you know the big diving helmets? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got that kind of around his chest. He controls water. Okay, like, um, kind of like, like Hydra-Man from Spider-Man. Yes. Uh, then there's the Green Llama. Of course there is. Of course. <laughs> he's kind of like an Iron Fist. But the guy doesn't age. He lives in Shangri-La, you know, and he's very, very um, mystical and kind of the leader of them. He kind of brings them all These together. are all very kind of interesting, unique characters. Okay, there is a guy called the Scarab. Now, the Scarab actually is with Samson in most of the story. Now, what's kind of neat is they think he's mystical, uh -huh. but actually what it is is this guy found a Scarab rock... Right? Mm -hmm. It was actually to make get some money off of it, a, good, a substantial amount of money. Mm -hmm. Creates a corporation. Ta-da! Has money. Builds a suit to look like a scarab. Doesn't that remind you a bit of, of Blue Beetle? Exactly it like Blue Beetle. It reminds me a lot. Like Blue, uh, uh, Several of these characters, they all seem like... The rip-off. Like, yeah, pastiches of other... You say rip-off, I say pastiche. I, it's the same potato word. Potato. So, and the last one, his uh -huh. name is... The Arrow. He is yeah. a red archer... Uh, okay. All right. So, <laughs> so here's, here's... I like the designs. It just, there's something that seems yeah. awfully familiar about <laughs> several right? of these. All right. So lo and behold, here's what happens. All right. Pandora's uh, box. You're familiar with it, yes? Well, uh, for those of our listeners that aren't okay. familiar, there's a tale in, in Greek mythology. Yes. Are you referring to the Pandora's box that 
uh, supposedly contained all of the sins evil. and horrible yes. evil of man. It was contained, yes. and then Pandora was tricked into opening, opening it and, and let's release it into the world. All of the evils into the world. Well, here's what happened. That Pandora's box. That yes. Pandora's box. Okay. Well, Fighting Yank believed that all of these heroes, if they all stayed together on the Earth, the Earth was going to end. Would you do me a favor? Yes. Every time you say Fighting Yank, will you say it with a Cockney British accent? Because I feel that that I feel that the Fighting Yank needs to be Ooh, said. I in, like it. In, would you just do that for yeah. me? That so kindness? the Fighting Yank. Thank you very much. Um, he felt that all these superheroes could not remain on 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 the Earth anymore. So what he did is he actually takes Pandora's box and what things go in. Apparently Pandora didn't see the switch on the bottom because when it goes out, you can just flip the switch and everything goes in. He was able to take all these heroes and absorb them into the urn. That dick. Why would he do that? Now, there was a guy, uh, his name's Dynamo Man. Now, Dynamo Man actually becomes our villain. He wants to create this earth and the Fighting Yank believes, okay, no, I can't do this on my own. And now... What do you mean he wants to create an earth? What What are you talking about? He mean? wants to make the Earth in his image, kind of like Doctor Doom, oh, okay. kind of like right. you know um, every other villain basically you've oh. ever had. Okay, um, wants to basically create it in his own image. So Yank gets a hold of the urn. Actually, Dynamo Man had it. Okay, so he takes it and he ends up breaking it, and they all start appearing, and they all don't know what's wrong with them, how long they've been gone, what you know, and they've been in sort of a limbo. So what's kind of neat is each issue is two of these heroes. And where where they were. Now, what's neat, like the original Pandora's box, mm-hmm. when the urn broke, they all didn't show up in a room. They were cascaded all throughout the entire earth. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. then they're like, well, shit, where are we? You know, and they have to figure out where they're at. And then they all end up coming together to to fight this, this uh, Dark one Dynamo. Thing. Yes. I think it's... Uh, Dynamo Man. Yeah. It's... Dynamut and yeah. Falcon. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, but what happens is... Um, but all of them are all basically wanting to kill Yank. And well, why not? Yeah. Because, well, he's like an 89-year-old man now. And that's the thing. He's aged. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Kick the shit out well, of what's, him. Well, what's great is one of the comics actually has Black Terror just like, I'm going to kill you, but you're going to wait a minute because I've got to handle this. You know, and he's, that's, that is Black Terror's <laughs> goal. I'm going to rip Yank's head off. So that's that's. But but first he's got to deal with dynamite. Got to go deal with the other issue. Oh okay. Yep. It all is, right. But all in all, what do you like about it? What's uh, I mean? It's, it sounds like a really interesting it is, story. It is a really cool story. Um, for me, you know how I love like the class. This is the classic. This is that like uh, pulp, like pulp. Yeah. This, this is this is an homage to those classic stories. You know, your Flash mm. Gordons, your Phantoms, your Shadows. Mm-hmm. And what's cool is uh, because Dynamic owns you know Black Terror and all that, but they also own the Green Hornet. They also own the Lone Ranger. They mm-hmm. also own the Shadow, Zorro, the Spider. They own all of these original guys. Mm-hmm. So you're able to, you know, put them all into this this genre and to do it. But it's a great, very well story. The art's beautiful. This is one I can tell you where the story and the art are beautiful. Well, if Alex Ross is doing the covers, he's I mean, doing it's the covers, a, it's, and they're it's a given. They're I, amazing. I've seen these characters before. I I like the look of them. I like the design. They're they're very cool. So. Uh, available on Comixology? Yes. All right. Excellent. I know. I think it's an older comic, but um, it was one that was just brought to my attention. So I was, you know, oh, well, let me take a look. Cool. Cool. F- fantastic. Well, What are you reading, um, man? I, you know, I've been reading kind of a little bit of this and that. Uh, I, I've been kind of bouncing around between DC and Marvel and doing a little bit of the... Uh, th- there's a, a crossover right now, too, that's happening with Dark Horse that I've been reading. So, all right, so check this. I'm reading Amazing Spider-Man. Uh-huh, uh-huh. they got a big story that's building up there. they got... It's called Dead No More. Well, who's no more dead? Uh, well, everybody. Everyone is... Uh, Although, they might as well just call this, not Dead No More, it's just rather kind of business as usual, because I feel like in comic books, Dead No More is That doesn't just, mean anything anymore. Yeah, death means nothing, so it, Dead No More, you could apply that to anything, but... The, so, are you familiar with the Jackal? Yes. I think we've talked about we've the talked Jackal about before. I like this new design of him, because he's more businessman with a Jackal head. Yeah, He's not that yeah. goblin monster. He's not the goblin monster. Uh, the Jackal is... The, I agree, I like the redesign... It's very sharp. He has like this sort of this red suit, yeah. and he wears this more kind of mask of Anubis. And for those of you geeks out there that are familiar with Egyptian mythology, Anubis was the god of the underworld. That's so right. he was the the god that would uh, shuttle you from the the mortal world into the afterlife. So it's kind so he of, drove a bus. He drove a bus. Yes, 
Yeah. He did. He drove. A, he drove. He drove. He drove a bus. He drove a bus all the way to the underworld. That is right. Chris. I literally just see him on the bus. Hey, get on, come on. We're going to the underworld, guys. And they're like, but I'm. I don't. I don't deserve to go. Get I'm... on the bus. <laughs> I don't know why he talks like Peter Griffin. I like it, but he does. I I agree. Um, I like it. So so it's fitting that the, the Jackal has this new plan where he's bringing back all of these people in the Marvel universe who. So have he died. Have, he controls death, and he's bringing these people back. In a in a manner of speaking, he does. So the Anubis oh, cool. mask really it's kind of a, a nice callback to that. Uh, so I'm 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 reading that in Spider-Man. Like how is he bringing him back? Like who is he brought back? Well, the Jackal, as you know, is a character in Marvel who's always cloning has sort of been. His yeah, thing. that was he the was, thing. Like he was basically trying to get off like Green Goblin, and he turned into this he, he Goblin was, monster himself. He was he was a, a geneticist who was obsessed with Spider-Man, obsessed with Gwen Stacy, and made a whole lot of clones of of both of them. Gross. And yeah, and. Um, and so now, but, but what he considers it, it's not cloning what he's doing. Because he's, he's bringing the people back, but they're not clones that, don't, that are completely absent of memories. These people somehow have the memories of the original person. They've kind of glossed over that a little bit in the comics as to how he did that. He, he makes reference to the fact that, well, psychics are able to detect the psychic energy of the last item that a person touched before they died. Well, what better... Uh, item that would contain the essence of the person than the body of the person themselves. I mean, it's kind of wonky, but it's a comic book. You like Wh- it. Whatever. I'm enjoying it. And I love Dan Slott's writing. Yeah. He he does this great sort of tongue-in-cheek style. Uh, it's I'm, basically the original Spider-Man style then, because I always found Spider-Man to be kind of tongue-in-cheek. It, it is. It, 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 it's got kind of great tongue-in-cheek. Uh, Dr. Octopus is back. So he's, he's, he's not alive. Peter Parker anymore. He's not Peter Parker anymore. He's not in the, uh, the for a while. That robot, he, he was in that he weird, was trapped, doom, he was in a doom bot. The living computer. He was yes. trapped inside the living computer for a while. Uh, no, thanks to the Jackal, he is back. He is the Jackal's business partner now. And Is uh, he a dude with like robotic octopus arms or? No, no, it's, it's auto. It's just, it's okay. auto. He, he has his robot arms, but okay. he is, he is the flesh and blood cool. uh, auto. Does he have the cool haircut? He's got the bowl haircut. Yeah. He, he would, see, supposedly, so the Jackal has this company that's called New You. New, oh. Uh, you see what they did yeah, there? Yeah, New You. Yeah, I they did. Um, and, uh, they would not update his haircut. They would not as up, update his haircut. They're supposed to bring you back. He So the Jackal brings you back, not just as you were, but better than before. So he cures you on a genetic level of any diseases that you had. Huh. So I guess that process, though, doesn't apply to haircuts. So, he's still got now the I have a question. Haircut, yes. Is he going to bring back like you know eddie brock remember his cancer and everything like that eddie brock didn't die he didn't die right he didn't die he was anti-venom no so so far uh spoilers guys if you if you want to skip ahead he's brought back uh the rhino's wife he's brought back oh i did read this yeah kurt connor's son and daughter right right he has brought back uh i think he even brought back captain stacy yes when stacy's father didn't he do something with mysterio as well not like, Mister, you might be thinking of Electro. I think it was he, Electro. He was trying to restore Electro's powers, and in the process of doing it, he he was not able to do it. But check this: so he brought back Electro's. Uh, can we say fuck buddy on this? We can say friends with benefits. Friends with benefits. That's okay. a better way of. That's it. a better way of saying. So he brought back someone he knows biblically. Someone that Electro knew biblically, who he actually killed uh, because his powers were going all wonky. Whoa! Yeah. And so, you yeah, can say that one is on a electrified kill, event. Killed, kill, ah, very clever, sir. Or it was shocking. Kill, oh, that's very good. <laughs> anyway, maybe yeah, the yeah. romance was electrified. Oh my oh, god! You could say stop that, us. you could say there were sparks flying between them. Oh, <laughs> oh, god. oh my god! That was the sound of th- thirty-nine people unsubscribing. I from literally SoundCloud. am not proud of myself for uh, that one. So, so anyway, uh, he uh, so Electro kills his. Friends with benefits, lady that he knows uh, uh, biblically, fuck buddy, whatever you want to call her. Yeah. Uh, and so to persuade Electra to join their team, Jackal brings this this woman back. And I, I'm sorry, it's very sexist that I don't know her name. I apologize. Uh, uh, but uh, Electra buddy. He he. Tri- Electra buddy. There you go. He. It turns out he can't bring Electro's powers back. He oh. can't bring. He tries to transfer the powers back to Electro. He he can't do it. Well, that sucks. But. Because Electro was the last person that killed Electro Buddy, yeah. she is able 
He she's Electra. Like, she's Electro now. So now we have a, a Electra. female. We have Electra. Yeah. Well, oh, hang on, Marvel. Right. And Frank Miller went there first. Uh, yeah. So now we have we have elect we have Electra. Electris. Electris. Yeah. Ooh. Uh, so so those are some of the people that he's brought back. Uh, J. Jonah Jameson's wife, who was killed, brought brought her back. Man. Uh, so this is building to a to a big uh, event. So I'm in. I'm I'm intrigued. They're they're going to take my money. Well, there you um, go. What I've else been, you been reading? I, I've been reading the Flash. Uh, they just wrapped up a big story with uh, this this guy who appeared called Godspeed. Yeah, and, I'm reading uh, it. So okay, I'm not going to spoil it right. for you then. Uh, uh, it, it's a mystery. Yeah, it, it's a mystery because uh, it it kind of gives a, an interesting. So it's a detective story. Uh, it is. It's yeah. a det- it's a detective story. We. Oh, I know who Godspeed is because I read it. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Okay. It's, All right. It's his buddy who was a cop buddy. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Well. Uh, so what happens in this story is that everybody the, gets powers. Everyone becomes the Flash. Everyone so you know what that becomes means? the Flash. When everybody's special, no one is. That's right. That's right. <laughs> syndrome. Uh, so that that's that's been a, a fun read. Uh, I've been really trying to follow the Flash closely in the hopes that they're gonna make a reference back to Doctor Manhattan or make a, a, Have a you, reference back. Do to you Rebirth. notice they haven't even talked about anything about that? It, no, no, it is the biggest tease. It's like they they they, they said gave that it up. to you and we're like, oh my god, here we go, and then all of a sudden they're like, it's it's like you got in a fight with somebody and you haven't talked about it. And yeah, like you just go on about your life so like nothing ever happened. We're not going to talk about the fact that Doctor Manhattan may or may not have created the DC universe. Huh? No, maybe gonna talk about that. Hmm? Maybe get a little bit of exposition. Hmm? Maybe go go higher. I dare you. <laughs> all right, all right, enough. all right. I think you're gonna break something else uh, in this room. Superman, I've been really enjoying the Superman. I particularly like the Superman title well, where he's with his son. The one I'm excited about, well, of course, you know, you being a new dad, so this is kind of something that, that kind of plays off, which is great. Yeah. And they're yeah. also kind of giving it to the kids because, you know, Connor, you know, or uh, Jonathan. Jonathan. They're able to, to have that with him, and he's, you know, the kids, so the kid who reads, it's like, oh, look, I could be like Superman. I could be like, yeah. So, but now we also look with Superman, you know, and a dad reading it, and he's like, oh, look, it's kind of like me and my kid. And, and that's totally this, what happens this to This guy me. gives a crap, and I'm not drinking too much. <laughs> and Superman isn't drinking too much. Why'd you have to and go there? Superman is able to do everything he wants for his Why'd kid. you have to? Look, you mentioned something, Connor. You meant Con- yeah, yeah, yeah. Connor, Connor Kent, of course, the, the uh, Superboy, uh, Superman clone. Yes. Does he exist in this continuity anymore? I don't think anymore? so. I haven't seen anything. Because he, how pissed off would he be? Right, you know, dude, I'm I'm right here. I'm like, right here, guy. I'm, I'm replaced so easily. But um, one uh, thing that I, I'm excited about, I haven't had a chance to read it yet. There's the crossover that's going on right now, where Batman and Damian Wayne. So it's Superman and Batman and Sons. Yeah. So yeah. I look at it and I love it because. You see, you see Jonathan, and he's got this big smile on his face. Like, he's like that homeschool kid. He doesn't know anything bad about the world. <laughs> and then you got Damien, the most condescending little dick. Little prick. You've ever met in your little, life. Little asshole. And he's just looking at me and goes, hi, my name's Jonathan. Shut your mouth. You know, and I'm like, oh, this is going to be great. I can't wait to read that one. I, I, I agree. Uh, so yeah, that's, that's I, I'm, I'm really enjoying for. Superman a lot. And then... Uh, the crossover. I I, re- I I saw this on the sheet, and I was like, oh my god, we have to talk about the this. The crossover to end all crossovers, because Chris, as we all know... We if, love crossovers, If man. you want to... And, and what makes a crossover better than hyper-intelligent apes? Yes, because... Are you talking about Dr. Banjo from Futurama? I am not talking about Dr. Banjo from Futurama, but that is, that is also good. Oh. I am talking about the crossover you didn't even know you needed. Okay. But it's here. What is it? Tarzan on the Planet of the Apes. Dude, I need that. You need that. You I even, need that. You didn't even know that you needed that. Now, the thing is, it's like, you know, the only thing we're not going to hear is, get your damn hands off me, you damn dirty ape. We aren't going to, I don't think Because that's like, that. he's going to, that's like a family barbecue for Those him. are his people. He doesn't mind. Well, they're not people. Well, they, those are his apes. Yeah, that's his... This troop. Is, uh, I think they're called a troop. This is a really cool kind of story, sort of in the vein of the uh, the Star Trek Green Lantern crossover. Yeah. Oh, and I loved that. And, and it sort of gives us a, a, an alternate continuity whereby uh, a, a portal has opened up on our Earth uh, to the uh, the planet of the apes. But okay. Have you have you seen the original Planet of the Apes yeah. movies? Yeah. How many of them have you seen? Because there there were a lot. Like two. Okay. 
Uh, in in one of the movies, Escape from the Planet of the Apes, uh-huh. Zira and Cornelius, you remember those two yes. characters? They actually you don't ex- they don't explain how, and I think it's probably better left unexplained. But they actually find Taylor, so Charlton Heston's character. They find Taylor's rocket ship, and somehow manage to restore it. Never mind that this is a civilization that has barely invented the wheel. Uh, they they manage to somehow restore Taylor's rocket ship and use it to escape the planet of the apes, and then they travel back in time and arrive on present-day Earth. Okay, so I've given you the synopsis of Escape from the Planet of the Apes. Now, right. this... By the way, real quick, yeah, yes. a uh, group of gorillas is called a band or a troop, so we can... They, they, are his, they are his band. They are, they are, they are his troop. Yeah. They, he's not going to object to them right. laying, laying hands on them. Right. So this... Now he just sounds smart. We, we, we do. This comic book borrows from the plot of Escape from the Planet of the Apes. So... Zero and Cornelius. Wait, you mean when Mark Wahlberg goes back in time and he looks and then there's a monkey as Abraham Lincoln? The other escape from the planet. Oh, of the okay. Uh, Zira and Cornelius travel back in time to, to Earth, but it's not present-day Earth. It is the Earth and specifically the jungle where Tarzan was originally abandoned as an infant. So, <sighs> Tarzan, in this continuity, is raised by apes. It just so happens that, that those apes can are, speak English. Can speak English. Yes. Yes. So uh, I've only read issue one. It is completely ridiculous. There is no logic to it whatsoever. This is the crossover well, the thing, though, but you knew you to, needed. But he has control over every animal in the jungle. So he's not like Aquaman, Chris. So, I mean, I think the animals respect him, but I don't. He can't really. He's a cool dude. He's, hey, hey, respect, respect, yo. He's Tarzan. He's Tarzan. He's That's a cool right. dude. I'm not gonna, you know, I'm a lion. And normally, I eat people when they come into my jungle. But is this cheetah, guy, is cheetah I respect him. I is, res- have you seen Cheetah? In we this? have not seen Cheetah yet. I want to see that so bad because I want to see if like he's like alive, like you know, like Futurama, like Gunter. You know, he's the ha- he's the happy, smart little <laughs> monkey. I I want that. I I, I don't know. It was a little while a chimp, ago since really, I, but... I read it, but. Uh, this is available on Comixology. It's out in print right now. It's, uh, I believe, it's a crossover between Dark Horse Comics right. and uh, it might be Dynamite. I'm, I'm not now, quite sure. Now, the design of Tarzan. This isn't like Johnny Weissmiller, like '40s, right? Like he's this one's got long hair. Yeah, and... it looks like uh, looks like, uh, like Tarzan, like uh, the most recent one that we had. Yeah, yeah, that we month... didn't even know was really coming out, that but we... all of a sudden it came out, and then it, and there it went, and it's on DVD. Yeah. So, but we won't talk about that. Yeah. Right. So, so that's so, what I've been reading. Well, that's, that, what been that's, reading. that's what I've been reading. So, let's get to some movie talk because oh, we got a movie board. review. We got we got a movie review. We do right? we do? And I've got some news. Actually, there's other news coming on. All so right, I'm all right. Let's let's, let's hear it. So, let's, what do you want first? Let's hear the news. Well, let's let's get the news and then let's get to your review. Uh, all right. Some trailers came out this week. That yeah, we're really we, excited we about. We had a few trailers. So go ahead and why don't you talk about those and I'll get. Well, we got out. the new Wonder Woman trailer that that came out. Uh, I have to tell you, I'm really excited for this movie. This it's is not... one that I didn't know we really... I told you, this is like your Guardians of the Galaxy. I looked at it and I went, eh, I don't know how good it's going to be, but... It's time. It's time. You know, we, we here at Justice Nerds, I pride myself on being a feminist show, uh, and I, I, we need a, a decent female lead superhero movie, yeah. and I'm, I have every hope that this is going to be the one. You 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 know already, Chris, that I have just been loving Greg Rucka's run on oh, Wonder Woman. That was a good God, that's all you talk about. He's been doing fantastic things, and I'm so glad to see that Wonder Woman finally get a a, a story that that really represents her well. And uh, you know, when they I first heard that they cast Gal Gadot, I had my doubts because she's like this really tiny little girl. Not not for me, it wasn't a matter of her physicality. It was the fact that I didn't know she could really act. Because up until this point, she's only been in the the the, the uh, Fast and the Furious movies. Right. Uh, I mean, she she used to be an Israeli soldier, so the she can get the physicality to yeah. be Wonder Woman. And w- to be honest, she was one of the things I liked about Batman v Superman. Uh, some of her lines are delivered, in my opinion, a little wooden. But that may not be her fault, Chris, because sometimes it depends on the director. You know, if, if yeah. a, a, it's the director's job to pull the best performance out of the actor. So I'm I'm excited about this, and it's not just because Zack Snyder isn't involved. Uh, we've got uh, so I, I I haven't seen this movie, but you, you know the movie Monster. You heard of the movie Monster? Yeah. Charlize no, Theron. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She won an Academy Award. Yeah. for it. Uh, they, they've got the the director from Monster right. doing this movie. So right. I think that's that's perfect. I mean, that, that, that's perfect. Um, 
And and Gal Gadot's just really <laughs> growing she's, on she's me. She's very good at the role. Like I can't see anybody else doing it she, at this point. She, she just she carries that that especially visually it's it's she hits it out of the park. I mean yeah. she looks like Wonder Woman. If she can back it up with some solid acting, and if and if Patty Jenkins can pull that performance out of her, I think we're in for a really good movie. Yeah. And this could be DC's first home run. You I know, think so. They had like, okay, let's let's call. I'm going to use sports metaphors. Ooh. So watch it. Stand back. Stand back. I'm going to use some sports metaphors. Let's see how good they are. Man of Steel was a double. I liked it. Man, Man of Steel was a double. I think this is going to be. This is to me going to be a cross between like Captain America and Indiana Jones because I'm seeing like this big, huge like biopic where you know you've got the plains and the desert and you've got all this kind of stuff. Yeah, but yeah, then yeah. we have the classical images of Wonder Woman where she's on the white horse and she's jumping over the trenches on this damn horse. Yeah, yeah. It's it's exactly. I think one of my favorite scenes that I've, is uh, when she's in the uh, in the alleyway. And she's, oh, yes. she's deflecting the bullets, but also doing, uh, she's fighting in the alleyway. I, I think that, that that looks great. Without a doubt, uh, Gal Gadot has the physicality to do it. I think if, if she can bring the acting to it, this could be a very good film. Right. Um, All right. So next got, next trailer. Uh, uh, oh, sorry. I've got a little news. Yeah, well, the, let's go with the next trailer, and then we'll, I'll come up okay, with the news. Yeah, come up with the news. Lego Batman trailer. Good God, did that movie... It's a stupid movie, but did that nail it out of the park? I freaking love this. Now, I will say this. Uh, Gwen does not like any of the Lego games, does not like any of the Lego movies. She doesn't see the point. She's like, I, I just, I don't get the point. Say it ain't so. It's true. She oh. just, it just, she doesn't get it. And it's cool. But like watching this, even she was like, okay, that looks kind of funny. It, it's, it's hilarious. It's, <laughs> I love the Robin. Yeah, it, it, you know who that that is? No. Michael Sarah. Oh, God. But uh, it's very perfect. That's perfect. Look, I brought my costume. Wow, you're wearing that underneath your clothes. <laughs> How about the... Uh, he's ripping his pants off. The, the, the Joker getting all sad because he finds out he's not Batman's arch nemesis. Yeah. Superman's my arch nemesis. He's not even a supervillain. Well, I guess I don't have a bad guy. I just fight lots of bad guys. You, I guess you could say I fight around. Yeah. I, the, that is, is so funny. It, I love where they were, they're doing there and they're like, ooh, what's that? Don't touch that. Don't touch that. Don't touch that. Because he's like, oh, look, the Batmobile. Oh, look, the Batplane. Oh, look, the Batcopter. Ooh, the Batsub. You know? And it's just all those campy, like, why does he even have that? He would never need this. He yeah. would never need this. Like in Family Guy, why are you spending money on this? Where is this coming from? <laughs> to the Peter Blimp. You know, it's, why? It, Chris, if you had, if anyone had told me two years ago that there was going to be a Lego Batman movie... And, and you were going to want to watch it? And there was going to be a Batman versus Superman movie, and I was going to be more excited about the Lego, about the Batman. Lego Batman movie. I would have said you were crazy, yeah. but it's a crazy world we live in. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm really excited right. for this movie. So what's the news? Now, this is kind of neat. All right. Okay. So, uh, some people at San Diego Comic-Con... Uh, we got our first look at the Vulture for Spider-Man Homecoming. Did we? Okay, yes. I haven't seen and it And the look of it looks more like a Iron Man suit with wings kind of a situation, oh. which, which is kind of cool. It's consistent with the universe. Yes. Um, so they're going to see him in some kind of a battle suit. Okay? okay. But what we ended up getting was a picture of the um, one of the action figures. Okay, all right. It's not in a battle suit. They're thinking this is going to be, um, like, when he first starts out. Oh, okay. Okay? And I'll, I'll Vulture you, begins, right, and I'll so to speak. Right, and I'll show you the Im image in the beginning. Let me, let me see. Now, it. here's the thing. All Hold right. on. So, now we know it's the, the Vulture, uh, Adrian Toomes. Right. Right? Now, there's, there's two versions of um, the Vulture. Correct. One was an old man. Yep. The other one was an old man who was able to absorb the essence of other people and become a younger guy. Correct. Okay. I think I know how they're doing it. All right. We are going to have two different guys. Ah. And those okay. men, these are people who have played the Vulture before. So we're going to get Adrian Toomes more likely probably going to be Michael Keaton. Okay. All right. But then Blackie Drago, who is a younger guy who was able to do that. Oh. So, but here's the coolest part. They both played the same dude? Yeah, they were both the vulture. Now, this image 
is of the action figure. And what's kind of neat about it. Oh, I like that. So we just got the wings. He's wearing these green pants. He, look, he's got the talon feet. He's got kind of a bomber jacket but on, But the too. thing is, he's got that bomber jacket, and it's got the white fuzz, yeah. the lambskin around it, yeah. which is paying homage to that campy, like, I like you know, that. 60s, 70s vulture. No, no, I like that. I like so that. So I think we're going to see that first. Okay. And then we'll get the iron vulture. So I, I thought that was that was kind of interesting. Um, I'd, I'd like to make that my wrestling name if I ever the Iron Vulture. I am the Iron Vulture. It's kind of neat. I'm I, gonna put you in a headlock. Yeah, see, it kind of rolls off the tongue. I, I immediately like go into Macho Man. Okay, so I don't know if you've heard this or not, um, but there's a little movie coming out relatively soon, and it takes place in the Harry Potter universe. I may have heard of this. And it's called Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. Now, lay it on me. They have already started casting for the second movie. Of course they have. They, well, they already know they're going to make money. They're, they're printing money. Okay. They have named the villain for the second one. And if you know anything about the Harry Potter series or the books... Um, is it Cornelius Crumberbum? No, it is not. It is Grindelwald Gellert. That was going to be my second choice. Yes. So... Uh, I'm sorry, his name is Gellert Grinderwald. I would have lost my shit if you were like, no, it is Cornelius Grinderwald. I would have lost my shit. Grinderwald was one of the most evil wizards to be around before Voldemort. This is kind of a person that... We don't speak his name. This guy kind of idolized him, okay? Mm -hmm. And they have an American being in this movie. Okay, all right. Are you ready? All right, hit me. <gasps> Whoa! We are gonna get none other than Johnny Depp being in the Harry Potter. He's gonna now. he's gonna be the villain. He's gonna be the villain. Oh, that is awesome! He doesn't play many villains. No, no. Uh, uh let's name it Black Mass. He was a villain in in uh, Black Sweeney Mass. Todd, kind of. Uh, yes, kind he was of. He's a mass murderer. Kind of villain, yeah, yeah. Um, I think that's it. I mean, I can't think of any other villains that he's played. Really? No, no. I mean, you have good heroes uh, oh, with public bad enemies. Intentions. He, I think he played John Dillinger. Yeah. So he's kind of a bad guy but, there, but with good intentions. He he mainly plays heroes. So that is that is very exciting. But it movies. was very fitting because his casting partner, of course, Helen Bottom Carter, was known as Beatrix Strange. So I'm like, well, look at that shit. But yeah. they're, they're going to have nothing to do with each other. Sure. Because sure, this sure. Play, takes place. In, I think, the 1920s. That is very cool. So that I'm is... really excited to see. That movie's coming out relatively soon, and I can't wait to go and see that it. Is, that is awesome. And it's also, I, I would believe, the uh, rebirth of uh, of uh, Colin. Uh, freaking uh, Colin Farrell? Uh, Colin Farrell. This is the rebirth of Colin Farrell. Have you seen him in anything lately? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, th- this could be a big comeback for him. So, yeah, we, we haven't seen him. He's really playing the much. villain in that, too. Yeah, and and he's a I mean, he's a great actor in his own right, so. Minus the bullseye thing. Minus the bullseye. Well, I, I kind of liked him as bullseye. I, like I said, I liked the Daredevil movie, but he was the only one I was like, boog. More peanuts, please. You know? I like that. I, th- I thought that was, I thought that was pretty cool. So, but Exciting that's, news. That's what we got going Exciting on. news. Well, you went to the movies recently. I did. Uh, so, without further ado, uh, we'd like to give you Chris's non-spoiler review of Doctor Strange. Yes. Okay. So, um, did you like it? That's the that's the first. First off, uh, let me say it was. Uh, how do I put this? Fantastic! Oh, you fat, you bastard. No, you almost cussed me out, man. Uh, it was. An amazing movie. It, okay, best way that I can I can tell people this, and because people have asked me, what is this like? Okay, what mm-hmm. is, what is it like? What is it like? It is a combination of Harry Potter, okay, meets Inception. Oh, okay, all right. So it's very like I'm 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 pulling it up on the uh, the old. Uh, IMDb, so that way I, I don't look like a complete and utter fucking moron. No, you're, you're, um, you're fine. So that way I know what everybody was who's talking about. No, it. no, okay. no. Just so speak from the heart. Yeah, speak right. Speak from the heart, man. So we got we got Mr. Uh, Benedict Cumberbatch, of course, uh, playing Doctor Stephen Strange with an American accent, mind you. Um, what is that like? It's kind of fitting. I mean, you're just like, whoa, it's kind of weird. It always throws me when I when I and it's not even like an overzealous because when I hear people like. American accent. Where do you think you go? You either go like Texan. Mm-hmm. That's that's very American. Yeah. 
or like Texan Southern kind of. That's where you go. Mm-hmm. Where you go surfer. You don't hear surfer <laughs> anywhere else. Uh, he's not a surfer, Doctor Strange. No, no. This is a very, very egotistical, very cocky. He, but he is the greatest neurosurgeon in the country. All right. Okay. The hands that he has were given to him by a gift of God. All right. Okay. While doing so, he decides that he's going to a party in his, I believe it's a Ferrari. Of course. Hauling ass. And of course, it's the roads like, you know, the mountains where they're on the side, the roads on the side. And Dead man's deep. curve. That's it. Well, apparently he zigged when he should have fucking zagged. Rolls the bitch. Oh. And what happens? What do you think is destroyed? His hands. His hands! His hands! Like everywhere in the story. So he becomes very obsessed with, with gaining the power and going back. He meets a man who was able to overcome a serious deformity. And like like nothing is wrong with this man. And he leads him into the right direction and leads him over into Budapest. And he meets um, he meets the Ancient One. Who is, of course, Miss Tilda Swinton. She doesn't look very ancient. That's the thing. Now, here's the coolest part. All right. Tilda Swinton, every Mm -hmm. time that I've ever seen her in a movie, she's very cold. She's very, you know... Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, she just... Very straightforward. Rather stoic. Yeah. In this one, she smiles... She's very calm. She's very Aww. loving. She's very because she she's a she's a monk, and but she smiles and she she is trying to bring Stephen out of that dark place. And but he starts studying the mystical arts, and however there is a uh, one of her students has gone rogue. Uh oh. Yeah, and his name is uh, Cassilius, and Cassilius is played by. Mads Milkinson. Uh, this guy is always playing a bad guy. And Isn't he on Hannibal? Yes, he's is known from Hannibal. The guy's always playing a bad guy. So he has found a way to uh, gain more power. And I'm not. I'm not, I'm not going to say we need. A, we need to tell you what we need here at Benford Five Thousand. Need a little more power. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> so home improvement reference. Yes, yes. I, I had to work that in there. It was very good. I, I'm, I'm thank you. Of that. And and also with the DUI, I thought it was very fitting. <laughs> oh, so was he? Was so was Stephen drunk? When he was I don't know. He probably probably pregamed. I mean, why wouldn't he? Oh man. So, but anyway, um, like nothing was going wrong. Nothing was going right in his life. I mean. His girlfriend at the time was uh, Christine Palmer, who is played by the beautiful Rachel McAdams. Oh, my. And she's trying to take care of him. He's just, that's it. I can't deal with you no more. Don't don't pity me anymore. That was his thing. Don't pity me anymore. And he was really shattered by the, yes. the loss of his That's all he had. Mm-hmm. So he learns the mystical arts, and he's able to become a defender for um, the Ancient One and, and the Order uh, to take care of and defend everything. Cool. Um... I will say everybody plays their part uh, very well. Um, I, I love, you know, Wong. Wong, I do love you. Don't don't argue with me. Don't. I love you. All right. So he's looking at me. He's just like shaking his head like, you're a moron. Well, you knocked over the urn of uh, sacred spirits. There's so little what? people in there, dude. Um, they were thankful. Does the, Without giving anything away, does, does this... Does this tie in to the larger Marvel Cinematic Universe? Absolutely. Yeah. Does it move the story? Absolutely. Forward? It does. Absolutely. Really? Okay. All right. Um, by the end of it, I was I was actually kind of thankful for something that we didn't see. Okay. Now, if you look at the Doctor Strange's outfit, yeah, beautiful, yeah. right? But there's something he's missing. What? His gloves. He oh, didn't yeah, have the yeah, yellow yeah, gloves. Yeah, the yellow gloves. Guess what? I promise you, by the end. He'll actually start wearing the yellow gloves. He'll have the yellow gloves? All right. Now, the standout character, Mm -hmm. okay, the one that really got my attention. I remember you told me It's not even a person. (laughs) It's the cloak of levitation. The cloak of levitation. Now, here's the thing for me. I'm not that big of a Doctor Strange fan, but I never knew that. I thought he made himself fly. Yeah. yeah. I I thought it was his powers. Apparently not. It's the cloak. It's it's all in the cloak. It's all in the cloak. And the way that I think I described it to you is... The cloak reminds me of the rug from Aladdin. Like, it's always following him around. It defends him. It actually grabs some guy, wraps itself around some guy's head, and just starts bashing his head into the ground. I mean, 
reminds me a little bit of like Spawn. Do you remember in yes. like the Spawn? The chains his, just pop the out. Chains pop out. His costume was yeah. alive. Yeah. Uh, so okay, that's that's kind and of and like when fun. he's calling it and it flips around and it attaches to him as he's walking around. Um, now, one of my favorite no-name actors is actually in that movie, and that's Scott Adkins. Scott Adkins has done a bunch of movies. He's on Netflix. If you guys get a chance, just type in Scott Adkins and mm-hmm. you'll see him. He is a fantastic martial artist. I mean, some of his stuff. And he actually plays um, the right hand to uh, the the main bad guy. Okay. So, to, uh, Mads, Mads Mikkelsen? Yeah. So, is he playing Baron Mordo? No. No, he is not. No, no. Mordo. Is it a secret? What is character's okay. name? Is it going to spoil things? No, his, his, his name is Cassilius. Okay, I'm sorry. Cassilius is the name of... Of Mads. Mads Mikkelsen. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Now, uh, Chiwetel... Uh, Chiwetel Ejiofor. Yeah, thank God. Somebody had it. He's playing Mordo. Okay. All right. Mordo is actually training Stephen Strange. Now, in the comic books, he's a bad guy. Baron Mordo is a is Well, a you can see that things are shifting with him. You can see that his ideas are different. You, you'll see it throughout the movie. It's kind of like when you see Sinestro... In the first Green Lantern, and you're like, you're gonna be a bad guy. Well, his name is fucking Sinestro. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's like, do not trust this guy. So, um, all in all, I will tell you, this is a fantastic movie. Um, Are there uh, mid, mid, and okay. end scenes? Do I need to stay once again, people? This is a Marvel movie. I love asking this question because I like seeing the vein pop up on the middle of Chris's head because he really freaks out. God, this makes me mad. Literally, you see. Dr. Stephen Strange will return, right? And everyone's, all of a sudden, people are like, that's a good movie, and they fucking leave! Eh, eh, eh. Nerd rage alert. I'll, you know, <laughs> like, they just fucking leave, and they're like, they're like, oh, that was a good movie, let's sit there. Do you want to see the rest of it? You know there's going to be at least two more. You didn't do anything about it. Okay, Chris, you're in a forest <sighs> with Heather Locklear. Heather? And you're very warm. Very warm. <laughs> Oh, God. Sorry, sorry. But anyway, so it plays off into what's the next Marvel movie we're getting? Uh, Guardians. Thor. Is it Thor, is Thor the next one we're getting? Yes. Oh, okay. All right, so it kind of spins us off yes. into that. And I promise you there's a great conversation between Doctor Strange and Thor. Really? A fantastic conversation. Oh, man, we should have said so, spoilers with that. No, spoilers. What do you, I didn't tell you what it was. That's right. So, so uh, yes. okay, how many eyes of Agamotto do you give this movie out of five? I'd at least give it four. Four um, eyes. My, of... my only reason being, it felt like to me that they were kind of crunched for time. Okay. They had more of a story, and it feels like they, they cut out kind of a part of it. Now, it, it moves so well that at the final scene with the battle with the villain... Now, here's the thing. The the main villain, not, not Mads, mm-hmm. there's another major villain in this. However... That fight only lasts maybe 10 minutes. Not even that. Not even that. Hmm. And, okay. you know, it felt to me that they were like, like they did this fantastic buildup on this movie and they're like, well, shit, we've got 20 minutes. Let's go. <laughs> but it moved. Let's wrap it up. You know, it moved so fluently that it, it did that. So, but it felt like to me that there was supposed to be more of a story and they were like, well, shit, we're, it's kind of like a lot like us. We're like, well, we got so much more we got to talk about. We got to put this shit along and, mm. and get moving. Okay. So, um,. But I, I do, I do right. highly recommend it. Excellent. Anybody who's a, but it's, it, it follows the continuation of this Marvel universe. It's very fitting. It's this, it's this epic. That's the amazing thing about these Marvel movies. They're telling this epic story. And, and they're not running out. And, and they're not going to stop. And and Marvel is just crushing it. They're, yeah. they're just killing it. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, as you mentioned, we have to move things along sometimes. So let's just go into our last segment for this show, which is Toy Box. And for that, we've got another Chris's Loot Crate! What's in Chris's Loot Crate? What's in Chris's Loot Crate? What's in Chris's Loot Crate? Hope it isn't crap. Yay! Especially me, since I paid for it. Anyway, that's right. right. Because I don't get endorsements. No, you do not. But we are open to taking them. Oh my god, am I? Hook us up, Loot Crate. All right. So what was the what was the theme? I'm 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 already ready for you. What was the theme? Tell me the theme. What's the theme of this? Well, dude, for this one, you had to have a need. And that was a need for speed. Need for speed. All so right. So it was speed. That all was right. the... So any, all things that are like fast the, like and Like the loud. kind you shoot up with? or no, no, like no. Are we talking train spotting? or Car. Car. Ooh. Car. Oh. Plane. Okay. 
Spaceship. Sorry. Okay. Wow. That's speed. Okay. So to start it off, we get a it's a uh, Hot Wheels racer car from the uh, Fast 60s. and Furious. Yeah. Fast and Furious, man. No, no. This is the oh, Gone oh, in sixty seconds. What the hell am I doing? I don't yeah, know. Of course. Oh. This is the nineteen sixty seven custom Mustang. Eleanor. Okay, I just stole like a shit ton of cars. I'm feeling a little tired. I'm feeling a little wired. Okay. That was so, it was good. I like it. Was good. You like it? I like it. I like it. All right. So it's it's a cool little car. I, I mean, like it. it's it's a it's a Hot Wheels. So I'll probably never pull it out of the box. Um, but I, I thought never removed from box. I thought it was kind of cool. All right, this one's kind of neat for me, and I, I know you're a Battlestar fan. So I, I love the Battlestar Galactica. This is from the new series. This is made by uh, Titans Vinyl Figures. Mm-hmm. It is a replica of the Cylon Raider, the Scar Titan. I, lo- uh, I like that. I like it's that. It's cool, man. I was. Did you ever watch the new I did. Battlestar Galactica? I did, Galactica? and I thought this was kind of neat because these are basically alive. Yeah. Whereas yeah, the originals, yeah. they were just some Cylons. Remember, like, you have the cutoff and you just see their heads yeah. and they would fly? This one, it's literally just... No, the ships are, are alive. They're just yeah. big Cylons that can fly. No, that that is really cool. The detail's nice. I mean, it's very beautiful. I'm going to pull it out. I'm going to... Because I have some Cylon figures, so I'll probably put it next to the no, Cylon. No, that, that, is, that is excellent. That all is right. excellent. So I was really happy to have that. Um, all right. I I think... Uh, yeah, we'll go with this one. I think I think you'll you'll enjoy this. So for my T-shirt, all right, I got who not uh, nobody else, but something from Mr. Tony Stark, Stark Industries, and it is a racing shirt. It's Stark Motor Racing with the number eleven. Right, right out of right out of uh, Iron Man too. Yeah, yeah I, I love that. So, it's got the the design, the colors. Yeah, that's, that's it's good. the same as the suit and everything. So I, I always thought that was kind of neat. I know I'll be wearing that around. Absolutely, it's yeah. always kind of fun for me to see who buys Loot Crate because I'll see the T-shirt. And I'm like, oh, I know where you got that. It's like you're a part of a club. Yeah, I'm part right? of a su- uh, secret society so. or a cult. I don't know if it's a cult. Yeah. All right. Now. This what do we got there. It's a keychain. Okay. All right, keychain, nothing right. huge. However, it's stainless steel. It is from the 1989 Batman. <gasps> it is the Batwing, and it's it's beautiful detail. Oh, absolutely beautiful detail. It looks just like the original from the movie. He stole my balloons. Where did he so get tell me we had one of those things? Oh, that is so cool. And it comes cool. in such a cool case. I mean, look at this. It's it's kind of cl- see-through, and it's got the white bats all over it. It's got the original logo design. you got to put it with the moon. You know. I, I like that. I like I that. That is, so cool. that is That is pretty cool. This is one that I looked at, and I was like, oh, you're going to put it on your uh, your keychain? Hell no, I'm not no. going to put it on there. It's no. way too nice. No, no. no I no. actually think what I'm going to do is I'm probably going to cut the chain off, and then I'm going to find a diorama of the moon, and I'm going to glue it. Perfect to the moon and have it light up. Perfect and have the you know the the moon behind it. So I thought that would be kind of Chris. Weird. What you are about to announce next? I have previewed this loot yeah. crate, and yeah. this is the piece de resistance. These are just the coolest little things in the world. If we have any listeners that speak French, I apologize for my murdering your beautiful language. Okay, now what's one thing that we were missing on our cars? Like we had them in the twenties. A toilet. We had them in the thirties. What? A toilet. A place to go poop. You always need a toilet for the car, but no. Do you remember those beautiful hood ornaments that they had on there? They had the archer. They had the woman with the wings. Yeah. They're, they're just these beautiful things that you don't really see anymore. You don't see the hood ornaments. You don't see... I mean, shit. We used to have them, like, in the 80s. Remember the Chryslers? They used to have the little the little diamond on Mercedes there. Mercedes got the little, uh, the little piece sign. You don't do that anymore. Nope. This one is for every nerd. Now, there are two of them that they put on there. This is for the CW. They right. have the green arrow, but what I have is the flash. Oh, that is and it perfect. is it is literally by it's a company called Hoodies. It is a collective auto ornaments. Now, if you look at this thing, it actually has a magnet bottom, and oh, that, that... it is of Barry running with a stream behind him, and it actually says the flash in the stream. Run, Barry, run! It's. Apparently that's it's not steel. Uh, apparently, uh, yeah, my thermos is not steel. So, but it is the coolest thing. That, that that is that is awesome. Now you could put it on your you know your shit box car and it might make it look cool. But the only thing I don't like about it is it's made of plastic. It's not made of steel. So for me, one good raccoon hit and this thing's gone. 
You you know. hit, do you hit a lot of raccoons uh, on they, your commute? They, they dive out in front of me, man. That's that's really throw themselves ballsy little animals. They, they just they don't care. They really don't care. Now, one last thing, and it's it's there's more. Are you saying there's more? There's one last thing, and it's kind of simple, but I thought it was I thought it was kind of cute that they always do this kind of stuff. Can can we try that again? And can I say, but wait, there's more. But wait, there's more. But wait, there's more. Okay. Okay. The box. You What's in the box, actually, man? What's in the box? You can actually unfold the box and turn it into a cruiser. And if you look, there's a spot for the flash hood ornament. Look at it. It fits perfect. Well, ain't that just Jim Dandy? <laughs> look at that. So, all right. Um, look, it even says on the tires, loot year. Yeah, right? Ah. So, uh, Damn you, loot crate. Hold on. They've already announced what the next one is, and let me find my... I think my phone's around here somewhere. Um, well, I know what the next one is. I, I, I do. I saw it on your, on your Facebook page. I do, page. but I want to make sure that I'm, I'm able to talk about it, so... You want to talk about an intelligence? Yes. Thing. Yes. Right. Yes, I am. So, okay. So, uh, go ahead and stall. All right. Well, uh... What do you like about it? What do you think is... is your favorite? Well, I mean, out of everything there, I, I have to say that probably the Cylon Cruiser is my favorite. Uh -huh. I, I was just such a fan of the show. That was actually, I, I, I'm, you know, I'm an action figure collector, yeah. and the the Battlestar Galactica figures were ones where I had, I almost broke down and started collecting them. So I, I got to say the Battlestar Galactica is my okay. favorite. You ready? Yeah. So this month's theme is magical. Magical. Now, the four, it's not three, it's four. Oh, They've okay. added another one. They're, the four titles that this one is going to be for is Game of Thrones, mm -hmm. Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. Perfect. And my two favorites, Doctor Strange. Of course, of course. And Big Trouble in Little China, oh, baby. Oh, yeah, yeah, there you go. I'm there praying go. to God. Okay, this is, this is what I'm hoping. All right. There, there are certain things that I'm hoping. Um... I'm hoping we get a prop from Doctor Strange, either a replica eye. Eye of Agamotto. Or they also have this thing called a slip ring that they talk about in the movie a lot. Mm -hmm. um, it's what helps them generate and able to go back and forth within their dimensions. Um, so I want that. And I'm hoping that the t-shirt is the uh, Jack Burton tank top. From Big That's Double exactly Mario. what I was thinking. That That's, is exactly that is what I am praying. Get out of my brain, sir. Get out of my brain. It's the Get greatest out thing of my ever. brain. That is that is fantastic. Um, well, Chris, thank you for sharing another fantastic oh, what's in Chris's loot crate. I'd like to make an announcement on, uh, on Justice Nerds. We are entering into the bounty hunter business. We are. We are entering yes, a venture, if you will. We, meaning you and I, you and I. We want to help out our listeners. We do. Are you a toy collector? I am. Are you trying to find a toy? Yes, I am. And you can't locate it? Nope. And the damn scalpers are, are, are scalping just left and right and just, just jacking the prices up? Yeah, scalpers. We're going to help you. We're going to help you out. We're going to help you locate your toy. So you just email us. You email Uncle Jay and Uncle Chris. Here, James and I, or Jay and I are... We ready? I'm gonna call you the Boba Fett of toy collecting. Oh, but I, like I want to be the blade of toy collecting, not not the black guy from the vampire series, from the He-Man Masters of the Universe. All right, okay. The white okay. guy with an eye patch, dueling swords. Perfect, perfect. All right. So anyway, run with it. Run you with you it. call Boba Fett and Blade, and we're gonna find your damn toy. We're gonna find your damn. We'll find them for ten, but we'll catch them and kill them for twenty. Yeah. Or we'll just find them. No, but honestly, yeah. Email us at justusnerdspc at gmail.com. Send us a message on our Facebook page. Send us a message on our Instagram. Send us a message on YouTube. I got them all. I got them all. Yeah. Now, here's the thing. Like I said, I, we know that the internet is able to, you know, produce everything you got. I'm not paying $95 for an action figure not that I do grew it. up with. I'm not going to do it. Not going to do it. I saw it today. I saw a figure from my childhood that I want, and it wanted like 85 for it. I'm not doing it. We are Jay and Chris, Toy Bounty Hunters. You email us, you let us know what toy you're looking for, and we will go find it for you. All right. Uh, well, that is about all the time that we have, but a couple announcements before we conclude. Uh, of course, 
We got a big event coming up this weekend. Yeah. We got uh, the Vieira Comics. They're having a comic book signing with our friends John Crother, creator and writer of Rochelle the Teenage Cockroach. That was a great interview. It was. We had a fantastic interview with him and Mr. Del Barris uh, of Transformers, Death's Head, and many, 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 many others. Uh, this guy drew your childhood. Uh, they're going to be at Vieira Comics. They're going to be signing their books. You're going to get to meet these guys. You are? They, they are the most nicest, super, super guys. How long are they going to be there? They're going to be there. I'm glad you asked, Chris, because they're going to be there this Saturday, November 12th, from 12 to 6. So make sure you get down there. Get Listen to me. This is Arnold. I'm here. I want to tell you. I want to get down there. Get your ass. Get your ass down to Vijaya Comics. You need to get there. And then you need to get your ass to Mars. But don't forget, you need to bring money. There it is. You need money. You need to make sure you bring money. Okay. They're going to be there from Saturday, November 12th from 12 to 6. It's going to be fantastic. Yeah. And they've they've already talked about it. They've talked about they want to sign their copies of uh, Rochelle. I think they're, you know... But they're they're really down to earth guys. They're able Super. to talk with you. It's not like these guys that you got to walk up to and talk to their agent or anything like that. These no. guys are you know willing and able and wanting to talk to their fans. And I'll tell you what, I've read this comic. It's pretty damn good. Chris, uh, you 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 know as always, sir, you're a man of integrity. Yeah. Um, okay, so we've got that coming up at Vieira Comics, and uh, also this month we're going to be interviewing Miss Jamie Engel. She's an award-winning author of fantasy, horror, and science fiction books, including Clifton Chase. And the Arrow of Light. Uh, that's all one title, Clifton Chase and the Arrow of Light. Oh, I like that. Uh, and The Dredge. We're going to be interviewing her about her new book, uh, Dreadlands, Wolf Moon. Uh, so that should be a, a really interesting interview. I'm really looking forward to yeah, that. Yeah, should be great. Uh, this month, we're having our... I'm really excited about this, man. Uh, we are going to have our first meeting of the Just Us Nerds of the Roundtable. Da-da-da-da! Oh, it's fantastic. We're, we're going to have... It's going to be us. We're going to have... Special guest stars. Special guest stars. We don't want to give too much away, but uh, we got some big surprises in store. Uh, it's just going to be a bunch of nerds sitting around talking about nerdy shit. It's going to be great. Uh, guys, take part in the conversation. Email us at justusnerdspc at gmail.com. Like us on Facebook or send us a message on Facebook. Send us a message on our SoundCloud or YouTube page or send us a message on our Instagram. Damn, you're good. I try. You know what? I'm firing on all cylinders tonight, baby. Uh, that will bring episode 27 to a close. We have got to get out of here before Wong sees that we accidentally took a pee in the sanctum. Hey, look, look at the little people, dude. They're waving at you. Um, hey, look, that one guy giving you a sal- Oh, no, he's flipping you off. We don't have to go home, but we got to get the hell out of here. So join us next time for our continuing conversation about the world of comics, movies, and all things in between. Bye-bye and take care.